This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 4WIPFM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Oh, what's going on, Bleeding Green Nation? Good afternoon, everybody. It is BGN Radio right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP 888-729-9494. The Phillies are getting warmed up. Uh, opening days is right around the corner. Very exciting things, but we have some Eagles things to discuss. I'm John Barchard, Brandon Lee Gout, and of course, Trey Thomas here with you on uh, on a Saturday. And I'm really glad that the Eagles kept it real quiet this offseason, guys. There's not much to talk about. Oh, wait, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff to get into. Mike Wallace is certainly one of those things that uh, we will talk about as he's been asking for Jason Kelsey to invoke his name, hopefully when they get back to those art museum steps. But the things that are in front of us, uh, is the uh, is the Michael Bennett situation, which we'll uh, be getting into. But uh, Trey Thomas, how are you, sir? I am fantastic, man. You know, uh, it's a beautiful. You got new headphones? New headphones, yeah. You know, you turned I, your mic on this week? I turned my mic well, on. I'm ready to rock, man. It's, it's sunny outside. <laughs> Love it. You know, it's uh, nice. BLG, how your mentions been in the last 24 hours? Pretty reasonable, I would say. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of favorable nothing takes. Nothing about, you know, anything, like, decisive about, like, race or anything. No, nothing controversial. No, no arguments. You know, pretty peaceful. Eagles won the Super Bowl. Everything's good. Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, so, uh, this is uh, this is kind of, I don't know, to me, uh, for for a lot of different things, we're going to c- try and cover this thing on, on all different angles because I know that there are a lot of people that have opinions on what's going on with Michael Bennett. If you want to share those, 888-729-9494. When I look at this, you got to look at the whole thing, the whole, whole thing. And I, and trust me, it, going back to Michael Bennett's Las Vegas incident, which was fresh in, in a lot of people's minds, and even then, I understand it's an edited video. I understand that there's it's an ongoing investigation. But to me, when you look at what is presented to us in public, you go, 
it it pretty much seems like Michael Bennett's uh, uh, lying or stretching the truth on that. And honestly, I was severely disappointed in hearing that news. So much so that I was just like, okay, uh, that's that that is something that is not helping the conversation going. And I was really upset about it. Uh, but I don't think that defines people as, you know, whatever kind of character uh, that the, a person has is they're they're trying to like and now paint this picture of of what's happening. Uh, people have made up their minds already on pretty much just based on that situation. That's that's how I feel about it. So yesterday, basically out of nowhere, and when I say nowhere, I mean the Eagles didn't know, the Seahawks didn't know, the NFL didn't know. I'm pretty sure Michael Bennett didn't even know that the DA and the police chief of the Houston Police Department scheduled a press conference, and just all of a sudden, the big words of felony assault come out, and you go, holy crap. And not only that, the they lead with he assaulted a 66-year-old paraplegic security guard at last year's Super Bowl, 14 months ago. So your immediate reaction to those big words are, oh, God, this is bad. And if it sounds like the charges fit the details, cut them immediately. I had the same reaction. But it was such weird timing. It was such weird that, that well, really weird that nobody knew. And especially with the Philadelphia Eagles. And you got to trust me on this. Dom, who's the head of security, knows everything. Probably one of the best in the country at finding things out, knowing where, you know, things are coming from. Eagles didn't have a whiff of it. So, to me, this whole situation stinks because there's more questions than there are answers. Uh, certainly, what we'll get into a, a lot of different things is uh, BLG is, is, uh, has an article right now on BleedingGreenNation.com with uh, Michael Bennett's sister with at least proving that she has the footage of that incident being there. Uh, I, I, I don't know, BLG. Like This, this thing, to me, uh, sounds very stretched out and far-fetched, just like, you know, people would attach the Vegas thing and saying, well, that seems a little far-fetched and stretched out, too, except the shoe's on the other foot here. Yeah, honestly, I don't think this news really changed anyone's opinion of Michael Bennett. I think, for the most part, people had their mind made up about him, whether they kind of liked him or not. And I think, honestly, if you like him, you're probably like, hey, uh, this doesn't really add up. And if you don't, you're probably like, well, see, I told you. I, so that's a lot of the reaction <laughs> yes. I've gotten personally. Yes. So that's what I'm basing that off of. But for me, you know, when I'm looking at this, I, I just have a lot of questions. And I, I don't have the answers for them, obviously. But I'm wondering why it took 14 months. The police chief said it was because they were prioritizing their cases. But, I mean, this was apparently a felony. So I don't understand why it took so long. And I don't understand why there isn't, any kind of evidence about this, as you were saying, Trey, you know, you, you were, you were pointing it out about how like, you know, the Tom Brady video, there's a ton of foot. They literally had footage of that guy the whole time. Yes. There wasn't a second where he wasn't on camera, but then like there's this and we can't even find a picture. Like there was nothing. So I don't know. That's my honest opinion on this. I don't know what happened. None of us know for sure. I mean, we don't have the evidence, but it just raises a lot of questions to me and it's, uh, a situation, obviously, no one, you know, the team doesn't want this to happen. Obviously, like, they don't, this isn't the kind of thing they're desiring. They're coming off a Super Bowl win. They signed Mike Wallace. You know, they've had some good buzz and free agency for the moves they made. But now this comes up, and it's just like, there's a lot of questions up in the air. It, to me, it just seems like the timing of, timing of all of this is to try to ruin 
what Bennett is, what's going on right now, just to create some negative waves to kind of, you know, destroy his career. And he's coming out with a book soon. uh, Okay, yes. There you go. (laughs) There you go. But, you know, it's just, you know, first of all, when you look at all this, I I think that if I don't have to, I don't think I ever want to go to NRG Stadium. There are just (laughs) too many leaks there. I mean, you know, when you can watch video footage of this guy that steals Tom Brady's jersey, that can you see every snippet of it. I mean, we are highlighting. You get the little oval highlight of this guy in every form, in every different way that he's gotten into the locker room and walked out with the jersey and had video of him leaving the stadium, and you don't catch anything of this incident of Michael Bennett pushing his way through a crowd and then knocking over a 65-year-old paraplegic security guard at the Super Bowl. You know, Which is supposed to be the most highly secured event of all time. Of all times. I mean, yeah. it's the game of all games, and this is allowed to happen, and, and, and no one just finds him on the field while he's doing an interview with the NFL Network <laughs> and pull him off the right. camera and say, you know what, you're under arrest, sir. For knocking over this elderly elderly lady, you know, and that's which, as the crowd crowd dies down, you know, by yes, that point. Yes, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that he's underneath the stadium, around the locker room, waiting for his brother to come out, along with the celebration. And you still don't go and find him to get to arrest him for this, and, you know. And then you only and they 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 made this off of one person stepping up and saying, you know what, I was a witness to this. All right, then we're going to press these charges. And then, you know, and then then the sheriff gets on and has all these character, you know, all these personal opinions where you're supposed to be. Well, speaking speaking of that, Trey, just so people can hear it, this was this is the the statement of him describing the incident yesterday at the press conference. Mr. Bennett forcibly opened the locked doors at the southwest corner of the NRG Budweiser tunnels, even even though security stated he did not have access to the tunnels to get to the field in an attempt to push his way and forced his way into this uh, field. He pushed back uh, a, one female uh, who was 28 years of age, a white female was 28 years of age, and pushed back a, another male individual. Mr. Bennett then went up to a 66-year-old black female employee, again, of the NRG, paraplegic, and pushed her. Uh, Mr. Bennett's assault on this individual actually caused injury, according to their medical records, uh, a sprain of her shoulder. Now, that's the other interesting part about this, too, is they're talking about it here, fellas. Where did the race come in? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. That was the Where? first part. It was just like, I don't know why that was necessary to describe or say, yeah. you know. Uh, and the second part of that is uh, when he says that caused a medical injury to that woman, there's no medical records of it. Yeah. And he so, forced open locked doors. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Michael how? Bennett is the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> He's a super. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> don't make me bust open these locked doors. I wanna, I'm trying to get on the field. <laughs> I want to. I need to go celebrate with my brother. Don't make me angry. And then he says, <laughs> okay, after he shoved the younger white lady security yes, guard. Right. He then walks up to the older 65-year-old black paraplegic. And then shoves her to the ground as well. And I'm just thinking, you know, and I know as a football player, during the times that I was playing, I was a pretty wild dude. Yeah. You know, but 
I mean, all those paintings you painted. Yeah, you and- know, I, I have calmed down. There's a different side of me that's yeah. a little bit more sophisticated. But I just think that in, in, in my wildest time, there's no way that I would just walk up to someone that's in a wheelchair or just just, just anyway and just knock somebody over. Yeah. Like, like, who does that? That's that. And the, the now, crazier things about like Texas law, too, is after talking to people about this, is they love doing that and elevating it to like the most grandiose charge ever. And it, doesn't that guy, I mean, like, he went further and further on. We'll play cuts as we go along here. 888 9494 if you want to chime in. But doesn't it sound like Yosemite Sam at some point? Yeah. Well, we don't tolerate that stuff. Ding, 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 yeah. bang, bang, yeah. bang, and shooting his guns up in the air. It's like, yeah, man, but. Uh, he didn't. It 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 seems to I'm me. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that he did. We not. can't really say definitively yeah. either way because again, we don't have any information. It's just yeah. there's there's more questions than facts right now. Yeah, it's very much. And I and I'm hoping. And, and, and if he did, I apologize. You if know, he did. If cut he him. did, then he, yes. there's no place for him to be in the game. Yes. You know, that's that's a, a big time character issue. But when we can watch Kevin Hart storm his way onto the field and, and try drunk. to get up that drunk and get up on the stage to try to, and we watch every snippet of that and not once cut of Michael Bennett shoving a paraplegic. Now, the the other things that uh reportedly he he's saying to the security guards was like I could effing own this place. Let me through the I could totally hear Michael Bennett saying that. Absolutely. Because I'd probably be saying that too. He made a lot like, of money, but not that much. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, yeah I, I, don't, I don't think he made Bob McNair money by, uh, by any means. I don't think he could do that. But um, I, I, yeah, like I think people latch onto that too, BLG. And they, that's like, well, that just, that just shows you, you know, like, sure. Is, is he an ass? Probably. I mean, yeah, he probably didn't even need to do that stuff if he just calmly explained the situation or whatever was happening. But, you know, everybody's excited. They're rolling down there. And we all do dumb stuff. I don't know when people celebrate Super Bowls. I mean, we ate horse poop in this town for crazy. <laughs> horse we, poop. we did crazy stuff when they won. We. Uh, one guy. One, one, yeah, one yeah guy. that's right. I, one guy. Was not, I don't horse know. Poop. Yeah. I only traded it. I, was, no, no, I don't I think you wasn't did. I saw you eyeing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Minnesota. You know that. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I, and I, I I don't know. It's it's yeah. just kind of more painting of like this is a really bad guy. Yeah. Well, I think the problem with that is that if you're in the belief that you know he might be being framed or there might be some embellishing going on, I mean that's the problem. The fact yeah. that like that thought could exist out there, yeah. and because then it's his the the cop's word who was apparently the person who witnessed it. He's the that that cop who saw it is the only evidence, quote unquote evidence yeah. that there is so far because there's no photo evidence there's no video evidence it's just the cop's word and you know and i'm not accusing him anything i'm just saying if that were the situation and there, the full truth wasn't being told there's there everyone already like i said already has their mind up made about michael bennett and we'll see what becomes of it yeah and uh we, there's a lot to get into uh and yeah don't go ahead trey real quick. why didn't the cop arrest him then yeah the yeah, one exactly. witness. Why didn't you arrest him? Let, let's try and answer that question after the break, along with your phone calls. 888-729-9494. It's BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Another heavy Eagles uh, day for us, as usual. It's BGN Radio. 888-729-9494. Just a quick uh, little Sixers update. Brett Brown saying there is 
No decision uh, made yet on Markel Fultz. It's coming from our good friend John Johnson. Also says it's still on Fultz to say when he's ready. So, Markel, uh, buddy, pal, you're ready. Just get in there, man. Go get some minutes. See what's happening. Uh, but we have the, uh, the well, I should say, Michael Bennett and his situation has our attention for the time being. 888-729-9494 if uh, you want to get in and start things off with Todd in Newcastle. Hey, Todd, how are you? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, man, good. Uh, first time in a long time. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. I don't, I, I personally, and I'm sure I'm in the large group of people, don't really know what the heck happened with Michael Bennett. Um, what it sounds like to me is probably he did a little more than nothing, but probably a lot less than hoped open a couple locked doors and dropped some <laughs> right. old lady. Right. You know? Yeah, I'm not um, saying that he's uh, like off, you know, scot free here. It's just yeah. that assault right. is defined as so many different things that I, right. it could be. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe he br- bumped into her way too hard or maybe he sh- like, the, I don't know. There's varying degrees of it. I have no idea. He's facing yeah. 10 years. Yeah. But so that's to a, me, it, this. Oh, go, sorry. Go ahead, Todd. So to, to me, this smells like anchoring. When you're negotiating, the first person to set the price can, can affect what people think actually happened. Like when you're buying a car. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, he's a felon, this is a 10 year sentence, yada, yada, yada. It, it gets plead down to a misdemeanor where he did no fault, but he donates twenty grand to charity, and the DA looks like he won. You know, the guy didn't get off free. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it smells to me a whole lot like early on negotiation. All that hyperbole from the sheriff, that stuff. Yeah, that was the most uh, the crazier thing to me, Todd. Is it again like a press conference for something that you said you did not have resources for? to take care of early, and that's why it took so long to get here, to then come out like it's, God, you're searching for O.J. Simpson. You know, it's just kind of like. Morally bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, morally bankrupt and all this other stuff. You're like, who is this guy? Yeah, or or like it happened yesterday. Like, there's no way you have that type of, I don't remember what I had last week for lunch. <laughs> you know, so it was a Reuben, so and you and, and you loved it, Todd. It was a Reuben, and probably, you probably yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it just it it like I said, I, I'm sure something happened. I don't know how much. Hopefully, we'll be able to find out. But this, I don't think he's going to miss any time from a legal perspective. I'm more concerned about the uh, the NFL and the, the ramifications the of that. Yeah. yeah oh, that, oh yeah. And Todd, I appreciate the phone call too. Good there. Call, Todd. And, and look, yeah. there there is, and, and trust me, I know a lot of the time, Eagles fans, NFL fans, whatever, we automatically want to go and defend it. Uh, I don't care. Just just so everybody knows. Yeah. I have no problem calling out anybody that does or does not wear an Eagles jersey if I think it's crazy. I mean, like if you've listened to us for a long time, we had concerns about Jalen Mills when he first came into the league because of that stuff there. Uh but, you know, the you let time go by and you see, okay, uh I'm 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 not all in on this guy. We'll have to see what happens and you roll right through. I don't have any issue with that. Yeah. Uh and the same situation here. I don't have to defend Michael Bennett. He can yeah. do that on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I, I, we are just looking at how this thing is lined up, and it doesn't—it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. No, none at all. Yeah, none at all. That you wait all of this time to do the press charges, and I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping that he didn't do it. Oh yeah, because I'm just he hoping did, that he didn't do it. It's just like it, it again. You're just going like, man. Yeah. This is 
<laughs> really, what an a-hole. And yeah, like, you move on from what him. What are you get doing? Out of here. You know, but, you know, and it's just tough, man. It's just a tough situation because now, no matter what, well, the only thing that, that, that would help clear this up is if he's just fine, totally innocent, and the sheriff is, you know, or whatever, and he goes back and sues and wins. Because yeah, now this is just a big smear campaign. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Really, really seems like it. And I don't know if it's, uh, I, again, I don't know what the motive is. For, you can understand the motive from, like, the, the woman's perspective who, you know, maybe she needs to get medical bills, something taken care of. Maybe there was a serious injury, a shoulder yeah. strain or whatever. I understand it from, from her perspective. I don't know why the Houston Police Department and the DA are just are, are kind of trotting around this thing like they just, you know. Yeah. Crack the biggest case in the world here. Yeah, yeah, I think Todd's call. I think you made a really good point there. Where a lot of this stuff, I feel like, is always kind of in between. The, mm-hmm. Like it's it's in between somewhere of like he's totally innocent and he is fully guilty. It's yeah. probably somewhere in between there, and we don't know, of course, yet. No one knows. That's the thing about this. Like no one knows. The only person who might know, or at least who we heard has known, is the officer who witnessed this happen. And apparently was attending to the woman who had fallen uh, first before having the mindset to go chase Michael Bennett down. Like that—that's what the the police chief said. That was out there on the field. Yeah, doing interviews on the NFL yep. Network. Yep, and just hanging out, you know, celebrating the win. That's it. And uh, and it's not like policemen or police women or police persons are not used as eyewitnesses. They are in court cases all the time. It's just if that's the only thing that, that happened, there's no video evidence and it's from their side, and they're making it a felony on top of that, you know, that seems like uh, a, a pretty big use of power there. And there's no video evidence at the stadium at any field entrances. You don't have any security there cameras there has to that, are, that are stationed or, or situated over any field interest, I'd never want to go to NRG Stadium. Well, because that, and, and wouldn't, if you were so sure that this was a slam dunk case, and actually I shouldn't say that because it, it could screw things up uh, for uh, discovery and evidence and they could get thrown out or whatever, but wouldn't, wouldn't a video come out from that saying like, wow, Michael Bennett you know, shoved this woman in a wheelchair violently to go celebrate with his brother on the field? You have videos. Something would be out there. Everything. Everything is video. Yeah, Everybody catches some type of phones. video of something. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, like, and I, it's the Super Bowl. And here's what I keep uh, going back to. Like, what would have this been 20 years ago? Because it really is than just eyewitness accounts and others. Just the, in the way the technology has evolved, you can pretty much mm-hmm. piece a lot of different things together. And certainly we'll touch on uh, the sister's video here in just a little bit. But uh, if you want to get in chat about it, 888-729-9494. It's go to Sean in the Northeast. What's up, Sean? Hey, how you doing? Um, I just got two points, and then I'm going to hang up. Sure. Uh, one, my motive, I think, is that, he, you know, he kept promoting that they opened this new department, and they're trying to get hire more guys and more people to, to get involved with case, I guess. So that's why I think the motive is. But number two, if you listen to an interview, correct me if I'm wrong, he says in it that she, uh, she has a sprained shoulder. But if you listen prior to that, he says that she is paralyzed from the, from the um, shoulders down. How can she feel if she has a sprained shoulder? Well, you can still get hurt. I think you know, he said mid chest down, from what I yeah. heard. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure either. Sean. What, he, I, I saw him demonstrate that physically. He was like, he pointed to the middle of his chest, and he said, "From here down, she's paralyzed." Okay, so yeah, you could still have a a, a shoulder injury, and even if it, even if you can't feel it. I mean, you know, you got you got to take care of it at some point or whatever. But this is this is kind of like what more and more gets into is. Um, you know, just like we've been uh, discussing here, there's there was no medical records of that uh, shoulder injury, at least not to our knowledge at this point. 
there's no video of the alter- altercation uh, and why it's happening. And again, I'm not sure why it took 14 months. Here's what I want to ask you, Trey. If this really is true, and I believe it is, just like we were saying, the Eagles said they had were unaware of this. Mm-hmm. The Seattle Seahawks said that they were unaware that there was any incident mm-hmm. to the point of, I don't think that Michael Bennett truly knew. Mm-hmm. You've been a player in the locker room. You've known probably somebody that's gotten in trouble or somebody's trying to track somebody down. Yeah. Is it incredibly hard to track down a football player? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, I mean, if you all you got to throw a yeah. name out and they can find you. And, and and I think that just with all the due diligence that goes into uh the the looking at all of these different players and guys that you're going to bring into your locker room that you're going to pay pay millions of dollars to, I don't think that's something that you would overlook. You know, you're going to look even when we got ready to go um look at guys that were going into the draft, we were given a big booklet of everybody and it had every issue that these guys have ever encountered throughout their collegiate and even high school and middle school yeah. time, you know, and, and you know, just the due diligence that goes on into that. There's no way you would miss something like that, especially something like this. When you knock over an elderly lady in your face yeah. in 10 years, no one's going to bring someone onto the team like that. That's, that's facing a charge like that. Even yeah. all the character issues that just go come behind that. No one's going to do that. No. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my take on that, too. So we go to Darren in South Philly. What's up, Darren? How you guys doing? I just – I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss Well, hold on, Darren. Darren, you're breaking up just a little bit, my friend. We'll put you back on hold. Instead, let's go to our good friend, Colleen. How are you, Colleen? Haven't heard from you in a while. Hey, what's All happening, right. Colleen? I'm back in the saddle again and ready to punch. There she is. Oh, my goodness. Michael Bennett. How did we miss that? Well, uh, everybody did. I don't think we <laughs> missed it. I mean, this it. woman Wait. was also handicapped? Yeah. How could this get past, like, the front office in any capacity is beyond me. It does, and it then wouldn't. the statement from the Philadelphia Eagles is, we are aware of the situation involving Michael Bennett and are in the process of gathering more information. Yes. This happened a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than a year ago. Yes. Yeah, it happened in the Super Bowl. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm literally shaking <laughs> right now just reading this thing. And I think that's why they got rid of him and just hid that information from the Eagles. Uh, I don't think the teams would do that. But how could they not give the information up front? Because it, it, it's a little bit different than uh, – so it, it is a grand jury case, and that is a lot different than public record. Mm-hmm. So there are things that could be, you know, uh, not part of uh, the discovery process in that. So that's one of the, one of the it, reasons why. But It's Trey that you have there with you, right? Yes. Trey, you just got done saying that um, most players are followed all the way back to their high school career in yes. anything that they've done. Yes. And they missed this. I don't know, if they, know well, that, about it. But, Colleen, I mean, that's the point. That's I, the point. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that, that the Eagles knew about it. I don't think Seattle knew about it either. Because no. if they did know, if this was something that was on the records, I mean, there's no way 
the Eagles would have brought him in. Go ahead, BJ. Yeah, and then the thing about that isn't like this isn't like Madden, or like a video game where like you're trying to rip off the other team. Like yeah. that's not how, <laughs> yeah. that's not how the business. league works. Yeah, yeah. like business. that 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 would just like burn a relationship with between Howie Roseman and John Snyder. And from what I understand, like those two guys have a pretty decent relationship. Yeah, there's no way like they knew about that and they're like, oh, you got screwed. Sorry. Yeah. No, no I, there's I no way that's yeah. gonna happen. Well, we'll certainly uh, keep the uh, Michael Bennett conversation going, and if you have uh, any thoughts on it. 888-729-9494. Also, Eagles got a shiny new toy along with this coming in. And, you know, that 3.30 press conference yesterday kind of got a little dampened, but it's still important. We'll tell you what Mike Wallace said in those interviews and plus give our takes on what he brings to the offense. It's all coming up. It's BGN Radio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 888-729-9494. It is BGN Radio. John Barchard, Brandon Gouton, Trey Thomas, all here with you. Until oh, no middle name. Sit, well, yeah. You uh, you haven't earned it today. Oh. Maybe in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll bring it back. <laughs> BleedingGreenNation.com, where you can uh, catch up with uh, all the information. Also, find us on the Twitter.com at BGN underscore uh, radio. And and as such, it's just like the there is uh, the, the other cuts that came from uh, the sheriff yesterday, as we're talking about this Michael Bennett situation, I, I again are just out here painting a, a to me a very strong picture of all of this all this different stuff. And uh, West, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he he also went on to say like he's morally corrupt, and the, the jury's not going to like these things. I don't know about you, but you, you you're morally corrupt when you put your hands on a little old lady in a little wheelchair. That, that is moral. Morally corrupt. I mean, morally bankrupt. Uh, and then he also went on to say what they have against them right now, a, a jury is, is definitely not going to like here. I'm very confident that based on the totality of the evidence in this case and the, the individuals, the victims, the witnesses, including the police officer, that when a jury sees this, they're not going to be too happy. So here's the other thing that I think about a, a lot of this stuff, right? Because when, uh, when we are, and, and granted, Yes, we're getting some tweets in. Yes, uh, they also said that they were in contact with the NFL. They didn't say when. It was a four-second answer. Did you? Are, has the uh, NFL been aware of the situation? Uh, yes, we've been talking to them at some point. But again, I don't think they knew until the day of, which was yesterday, of this happening. That's why there's so much uh, things coming out. The reason why you also do these things is we're sitting here talking about it. There are other people that are sitting there talking about for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Who knows when Michael Bennett is going to get to Houston? Because reportedly right now he's outside of the U.S. on vacation somewhere. Uh, so by the time he actually gets to Houston, you've already set up the narrative for the next six, seven, eight, nine days of this. Uh, and and that's what it looks like to me uh, when you when you keep piling these things uh-huh. on and on and on here. So uh, again, it's not uh, it, none of us need to defend. Michael Bennett, I'm just defending this story does not make sense to me because I have no issues with getting rid of a guy or calling it like it is for what it is. But, I, you know, we, we don't know the severity of of the assault. We we don't. Uh, but like we've been saying, if it's true, he has to go. Peace, man. Like, yeah, that's, that's how ridiculous. Would, but here's the thing. How would we even know? Like, how would yeah. we, at this point, if there's no evidence, like, how are we, like, can the Eagles really just cut him? Like, would they even really just cut him being like, well, the cops said it, so. Well, and I, and I know guilty. it's different situations, and we always play this game every time that something happens. But, uh, I mean, 
Bradham literally beat up a guy to a pulp, and he's still here. And then went ahead and got in trouble with having a a, a gun at the airport, and he's still here. Got so a big extension. Where is <laughs> we? Yeah, where is like the moral parameter for for all of this stuff? And again, I think if you're locked in and you don't like Michael Bennett, you're you're going to go one way, and if you do, you're going to go another. I don't care either way. Uh, I just I want to make sure that this is all properly reported. That's yeah. it. So. Uh, if you have any thoughts on it, 888-729-9494. Let's go to Darren in South Philly. What's up, Darren? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, I got yes, you, man. got you. Much better. How are you guys doing? I'm sorry about that. No, I'm it's all right. right. So I'm in and out of bad subject. But uh, I can already see, I mean, with the caller before me, that it sounds like it's about to be another Mike Vick situation all over again. And uh, unfortunately, that sucks. Wait, why do you say As that? A- well, Darren, hold on. Why do oh, you say yeah. that? Yeah, I didn't know. get that impression at all. Well, she's just like, I'm over here shaking this. How dare you? My thing is this. I have siblings that are in wheelchairs. Oh, no, no, no. Just to, just to clarify, Colleen was trying to say, like, how did they not catch this? How do they yeah. not understand oh, that that was happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all, yeah, that's all, yeah, all, no, yeah, it's all good. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying, me personally, she's. It, by what I heard yesterday was that the lady was already uh, reframed to a wheelchair as is. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, to me, it just sounds like the DA and the sheriffs really don't have much. So they're trying to make it a, a what's a, her, what is it? A, how do they term it? Basically, trying to make it a case of pop uh, by the jury and the uh, population to where yeah a public trial they're that, having a public trial yeah there you go they're trying right. to do this in the in the in the uh, courts of the public versus letting the facts because I don't think the Eagles I mean I give them a lot of credit they usually are very good at what players we bring in and what we don't Nigel Bradham aside but we for the most part like uh, who said it yesterday the six year coast we don't have too many uh, problems we haven't had this issue in a long time yeah. you know where we have it, a player with this magnitude I don't see Michael Bennett. As someone's just going to like, oh, let me go down to the run to the field and shove this little old lady just to do it to be mean. I personally think there's two sides to every story. And when you look at how he sees it, how she sees it, how everybody else sees it, I just think we need to do – it would be smart of us to just wait and see what happens and get all the facts before we quick to uh, judge us, man, like it sounds like people are doing. I can, I can like my friends are. I completely agree with you, Darren. Yeah. And that's that's unfortunately not how a lot of our culture works. No. Like, no. And it's just like, oh, we'll just sit back and, you know, people want to react right away. But I, I think what you said there is true. I think, you know, there's a lot we don't know. Like, again, I keep coming back to none of us actually know anything. The police chief who was speaking at that press conference, he doesn't know anything. He didn't see anything. He's no. going off of what a police officer told him. Is that police officer telling the truth? Possibly. Maybe. Could be 100% accurate. But we don't, we can't prove that. And that's the thing. That's what it comes down to. Right, you are innocent until proven guilty, and we're we're not seeing the proof of the guilt. Yeah, and do you think that this has like a? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I keep thinking of that too, and I'm not saying that it's a it's in defense mode of any of this. I, I just feel like people could listen to this and go like, oh, well, you're just sitting here, you know, defending Michael Bennett because he's <laughs> an eagle or whatever. I and and I I don't know. I think that's going to continue on as well. I think there's. We, we there's a part of it that we don't want us to believe it's true too. So there's a lot of that that's that's citing over there. But you know, certainly it's just kind of it's really just up in the air right now. Well, it, in the court of law, I mean that's 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 what it is. You are innocent until proven guilty. Like we know that. Well, now if it comes to the NFL and they want to suspend him, that's a whole different story right. because mm-hmm. they have the personal conduct policy. They don't need to have proof of guilt for him to suspend him, and that's totally fair. They they have their well in the way it's set up like. That's their process. But if we're in, in terms of, you know, trying to convict this guy, I'm just failing to see where the proof is. There's nothing to do with him being Eagle or a Cowboy. Like, if Zeke did that, 
I'm not, I'm not going to like, you know, obviously I, I don't like Zeke, but I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you can convict him because I'm not. Where's the proof of the guilt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and this is just man, this is just crazy. You know, and, and that, that's why I'm not just going to try to defend him. I mean, I think that if he did it, then you know what? You deserve to be yeah, punished. I think, and, we, and, I think and we can I think, all agree on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that the team, the organization is probably going to just let it kind of let's see how everything plays out a little bit before they make a decision because you don't want to release him. And then now you find out that this was all just a whole big smoke. Yeah. Then now, now you're in trouble yeah. for what, for releasing him without it being a, a, a real reason for doing it. And, you know, so that's something that this team is have to go to, that the Eagles are going to have to kind of play out a little bit just to see how it all just, you know, we got to get, you have to get all the evidence, get all the information before everybody makes a decision. Yeah. And there's uh there's also, and uh, I saw Jeff McLean uh, write about this yesterday, kind of almost saying like the, he's already kind of created a distraction and in, in the locker room. And I want to get your thoughts on that too, Trey, because, it's, uh, I mean, they're not even in the locker room yet. So. Nobody's in the locker room. Everybody's <laughs> reading this like, wow, that's yeah. messed up. Okay. Yeah, we'll take your phone calls, plus we'll uh, touch on Mike Wallace and uh, the rest of the Eagles offseason. might uh, see where it goes after this. It's BGN Radio. It's right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 94 WIP FM HD 1 Philadelphia. From the Tasty Cake Studios, this is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. The Sixers are getting ready to tip off this evening, and uh, they've invited a very special guest to ring the bell tonight. That would be the one and the only Mr. Alshon Jeffrey, Super Bowl winning Alshon Jeffrey at the Sixers game tonight. They win. They're in the playoffs. They clinch. I will probably cry a little bit. I'll it's drink a, some beers. It's actually it's not good. true. It's a, what? You need the Pistons to lose. Oh, so they could, could tiebreakers. No, even if they win, their magic like, number was one. John Johnson just said there was some tiebreakers. Mm. How sorry to rain in your parade. Well, I guess uh, I guess we can just throw everything away now, and uh, <laughs> and nothing matters in life anymore. Uh, it is BGN Radio. John Barch and Trey Thomas, and of course the wonderful Brandon Lee Gouton as we've reached the five o'clock hour. There we go. You have earned it. Welcome <laughs> aboard. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in and. Uh, certainly, we will we will keep uh, continuing on with uh, the Michael Bennett conversation. But uh, before that happened, uh, in it's so crazy how that happened in like you know eighteen hours apart from one another uh, that the Eagles went and got a new wide receiver. His name is Mike Wallace, and uh, to me, BLG, I think that's a not a major upgrade, but it's certainly an upgrade from Torrey Smith. Uh, I I would say if you are trying to base. Michael Bennett's pl- or Mike, listen, I'm all, I'm getting the mics confused now. Uh, Mike Wallace and, uh, with Joe Flacco in that Baltimore offense last year, yikes! Uh, there, there's a lot there, and I think he's. It doesn't look to me like the speed's going anywhere. I, I love this fit. It's a one year deal. He wants the ring. I'm excited about it. I think it's a significant upgrade on Torrey Smith. I'm not saying Mike Wallace is a star receiver, but I think it's like he's a pretty good contributor for this team. He has the deep speed, as we saw. I think the one thing that makes Mike Wallace so appealing to me is in 2016, you know, you can all say what you want about pro football focus. One of the interesting stats they had is that he had the best rating. Uh, quarterbacks had the best rating when targeting him on slant routes. So mm. I'm thinking of him, and I saw a video of him with the Ravens, you know, taking a slant and beating his guy and just running straight down the field, and no one could catch him. He still has that speed. And I'm thinking about, you know, you're plugging this guy into an offense 
where you know you have that slant, especially on those RPOs they do. And I'm just mm-hmm. thinking oh, of him, yeah. man. They're faking the run, and then you're throwing to Mike Wallace, and then he's just gone. I mean, that is a big weapon that they didn't really have. Like Torrey Smith, he gave you some of that deep ball uh, passing ability in theory, but he he wasn't like catch and run guy. You're going to have him do that. Mike and Wallace, Mike, Mike and Wallace, Mike (laughs) Wallace is going to be able to bring that here. Was that like a Wallace and Gromit slip up there? You know, I don't know. Of, that was uh, weird. I thought that's what you are going there. Yeah, Trey, what, what does this do for the Eagles offense in your mind? I think it just gives you that deep threat, someone that can blow the top off the defense, you know, adding a little bit more speed out there, uh, you know, and, and then it just shows what this organization has become. Winning the Super Bowl, what Doug has brought in, what Wentz's, uh, you know, his aura is around the league, where you have someone like that that's willing to take less money to come and play for this organization because I think outside of this organization and outside of this team, other players are looking at the fun that the players are having out on the field. And all you want to do as a player is to be able to go somewhere, ball, and enjoy yourself and have a chance at winning the ring. And I think because before, players would take less money to go and play for New England because they were like, look, I just want to get a ring before I get out of here. You think Patrick Chung's leaving there anytime soon? Yeah, but now Philadelphia has become – that that that's that that destination where players want to come because Doug they see how Doug is as a coach and they see the how the atmosphere here is and they want to be a part of that and they want to be able to co- bring another ring here and I and that's just an awesome uh, uh just thing to have yeah. you know that's that's just I, I love it and uh, BLG and I uh, were mentioning that on uh, the podcast on episode 307 which you can find the feed SoundCloud iTunes wherever podcasts are out there that's kind of the new kind of bubbly warm feeling it's an Eagles feeling like oh my god we're the Patriots or the Seahawks now everybody wants to come and play here yeah. and go get that ring and the most important thing that stuck out to me in his press conference and and everywhere else that he had said, ninety nine percent of the reason because there are so many people telling you got to go play with Carson Wentz yeah. in his third year. Yeah, the fact that Mike Wallace is talking, uh, he did an interview with Dave Spadaro, PhiladelphiaEagles dot com, and he was saying that he was texting Hall of Famers, Hall of Fame players, or Hall of Fame people around the league, and they were like, "You got to go play with Carson. Carson yeah. Wentz is is the reason why you have to sign with that team. He is that big of a deal, and it's crazy." To think, you know, only in his year three, and as you were saying, Trey, he's like light years ahead of a regular year three player, but Mm -hmm. still just the fact that, you know, this is a young guy and he's so, we've seen the kind of talent he has. He was an MVP kind of level quarterback last year, but even before that, I mean, before he even proved that this past season, Alshon Jeffrey wanted to sign here because of Carson Wentz. That was a big reason he said, he said he felt like Carson Wentz can be an MVP. Turned down Minnesota. And uh, yes, he did. And that worked (laughs) out well for him. And it's just crazy to think that this guy is in Philadelphia and that, you know, he's coming off this injury and it's almost, he's kind of out of the picture because, you know, he, he wasn't part of the Super Bowl run where, you know, Nick Foles is winning Super Bowl and everything. But this guy's coming back, and, and we're already seeing him have an impact in the offseason. People want to play for him. That's And, he, again, he's young. He still has yeah. so much future ahead of him. It's an awesome thought. Yeah, and I think also you're also building up this team because just in case he's not ready for the beginning of the season, now this is something where Foles can step in and he has that deep threat mm-hmm. yep. and just can really take this team, start this team off right for when Wentz gets, is ready to go. 888-729-9494 if you want to chime in. Let's go to Jim in Broomall. What's up, Jim? And Jim, can you turn down your radio, please? Sure. Thanks, man. There we go. All right. Hey, Trey, I remember you from Living Faith, you and Ike. 
All right, cool. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm trying Good to get my church boy. on, baby. Getting my church on. I hear you. <laughs> Listen, I worked in law enforcement for many, many years. Okay. Retired from the AG's office. The thing that bothers me, that spokesperson yesterday said there was an officer present. He tried to detain uh, Bennett, and Bennett told him, F you, and moved on. Now, that's lousy police procedure. If you had a problem retaining him, you call for backup. Mm-hmm. And then he could have been charged with resisting arrest if he didn't come along. So there, there, there are questions about this entire situation. The, the police work just wasn't done. Yeah, Jim, that's what I mean. From from front end to back end, it looks so sloppily done to me. Even if there is a case to be made, uh, I, to me, they have not made a very compelling one, at least with the initial information that we have there. And, like, if you told a police officer to go F off, what is he going to do? Just go, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if right, if I were to curse at a police officer and say, hey, man, F you, he'd be like, oh, yeah, go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. You, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> go, go, go ahead and go do the interview with the NFL Network. Yeah, yeah. Go party go with your brother. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry about yeah. That. yeah, we're sorry to I, bother you. I actually do know who you are now. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's just a lot a lot of different. And I appreciate the call, Jim. Thanks for thanks for hanging out today. Finally, a law enforcement officer to call and talk to us about this. Yeah, yeah. I needed that. Yeah, and uh, and seriously, if there's any other like lawyers that have you know expert opinions on on any of this, we're we're down for that too. 888-729-9494. Just uh, getting back to Mike Wallace here for a second. The other thing I think it does uh, is there are times when I have seen him line up in the slot. And we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, Mac Collins being that Z wide receiver. And uh, this is a good situation, I think, for both of them. And BLG certainly pointed that out before where you're not expecting Mac Collins. Okay, buddy, you're the uh, starter now. Bye. Uh, there now there's a little bit of competition in, like we've been saying, a little insurance for Alshon Jeffrey. But there are situations where if you want to go really, really spready, and I hope Doug finally oh, yeah. opens up some more of that spread offense where you can go four wide at some point. You have you have you have Alshon on one side, Mackinan uh, on the other, and then you can run double slants, crossers with Nelson Aguilar and and Mike Wallace, and it's just another fun dynamic to add to this. Mm-hmm. And then once you have that covered, you're like, wait. Ah, crap. Where's Corey Clement? Ah, son of a bitch. You know, like there's, I I think for this squad, and and that's why I love the signing so much, is not only do they need to get better, really, but they need, they just need power punchers. Mm -hmm. And and for one more year, I think Mike Wallace can be a power puncher against uh, a favorable secondary like the Rams are trying to build up or whoever is trying to stack defensive lines like the Vikings have done too. They're matching, you know, fire with fire here, which is great. Oh, yeah. And that's what you need. You know, give as many weapons to the quarterback as possible. Now all we need to do is focus on protecting the quarterback. <laughs> yes, you know, we definitely need to protect the quarterback. Because when I was watching Wentz throw and everybody was like, oh, that's awesome. He's throwing. But I'm like, man, that He's brace is on killed. his front knee. You yeah. know, and that's yeah. the left side, man. That's his left knee. You know, you yeah. really, you really. Just, yeah, that's his wanna, plant yeah, foot. Yeah, that's yeah, that so. plant foot. You yeah. really want to make sure. That that offensive line is tight because you can bring in all the weapons you want, and if the protection is not there, it's going to be a problem. Yes, uh, and I wonder and start thinking: Does this change your mind on thirty-two once Mike Wallace is here? As terms of priorities uh, go through there, let's go to Kevin in West Philly. What's up, Kevin? Uh good afternoon. Afternoon. Uh, all right. Uh, this is my first time calling. Appreciate you calling, man. All right. Yeah, I listen to you guys all the time, you know, 24 hours a day almost. Appreciate but, that, man. 
I beg your pardon? I said we appreciate that, man. Yeah, listen, I, I just wanted to respond to something uh, about Bennett. <laughs> and uh, it just seems ironic to me. I agree with the last two callers they called. <laughs> you know, it seems as though people are buying a rope before they heard the verdict. I agree. It's exactly what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, and then the other thing is that here we are, no disrespect to the woman in the wheelchair, but I'm saying in a major event like that, Super Bowl a year ago, you got a paraplegic in a wheelchair down on the field at a Super Bowl where the the attendants just well, run and, and Kevin, 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 to, to be fair, we don't exactly know what her role is there, and there are a lot of actually uh, paraplegics that do work security. I know that the Eagles are a part of that as well, and it's not like they can't do their jobs as security people when they're there, uh, even even in the biggest events that are happening there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with you. But my, my main point was that, you know, we, we're, we're so quick to uh, – as soon as we hear something to uh, judge someone and come up with our own uh, uh, verdict or, or our own uh, uh, scenario as far as a person being innocent or guilty, you know, people are all over the country now being fired because just one person said something. And the caller before was saying about the police work. And, and it seems like if you're a policeman, you know, you should have stopped this guy from the door. Well, yeah, just yeah. like from, from the jump, it's, that's what I mean. It's just the and, – and, again, I always am, more importantly, the, the timing of everything from the incident happening to where it is now to what they're doing. And, I mean, they, they almost had to know that Michael Bennett was not around uh, here anywhere. And, I, and, again, I don't know the differences in procedures if – you know, if I go to uh, somewhere like in my in my district, and I go to the police station, be like, I would like to file a report, please, uh, as opposed to uh, I would like to file a report, but only in a grand jury scenario. Like, I don't know how you get a grand jury trial versus something that would just be uh, you would get your day in court and et cetera, et cetera, and, and stuff like that. So, uh, and and that's the other thing too. I don't know if that is ever going to come out in in a grand jury in Texas in the in Houston. Is that admissible to the public at any point my my from right i've read it is it is not uh but certainly and and we i had mentioned it earlier with uh, jeff mcclain almost suggesting that like hey this is this is already kind of a of a, a distraction to get to uh, your next super bowl here and it, it hasn't even gotten to otas let alone the draft uh at all but i don't know Trey. i don't think this is a distraction only if it keeps continuing on or like we've been saying if it is a lot worse and it's we're presented with that. Yes, absolutely, it'll be a distraction. I don't think it's necessarily distraction right this moment for the team itself, though. No, no, not not at all. You know, and it's funny that this happened in Texas. But anyway, but you know, <laughs> you know, cause, I mean, Houston, Dallas, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it, I don't think this isn't a distraction right now because I mean, everybody's out traveling. You're doing your thing in the locker room. No one's in the locker room except for guys that are on IR trying to get back right. Um, so I don't see this being a, a, a in anything that's going to cause a problem within the locker room. Um, but if but if they do find that there is a problem, they're going to have him out of there, and it's not going to it's going to be done and over with because you don't need this swirling around you when you're trying to go and, and, and run for a repeat. Yes, exactly, and uh, more so. And I don't think we've touched on this yet. BLG, you have an article right now on BleedingGreenNation.com 
that does have the perspective, or at least some of the perspective, of Michael Bennett's sister. Uh, and there's a video up there right now kind of showing her from the, uh, the final whistle, I'm assuming, as they're celebrating, and then they're kind of making their way down. Uh, but explain what you saw on the video footage there. Yeah, so she has a YouTube video of herself. You know, it's a whole it's a whole long video. I clipped out the part that was obviously relevant to what's going on in the news here. Where all right, she sees them win the Super Bowl. She's in the stand. She's filming herself. Then it cuts to uh, it. It literally says in the video this text like, "All right, let's run to the field." And then it's her behind her brother, Michael Bennett, and both of them are running onto the field. And, it I mean, you know, it's one video. I don't know. For what it's worth, it doesn't look like anyone is trying to stop any of them. It doesn't tell the whole story. I mean, there's obviously something edited out in there, yeah. which, which I don't know why. I mean, we don't know. Uh, one of the reasons I just wanted to point that out is because she claimed on Twitter that she did have video and that she couldn't post it because the lawyers didn't want her to. It could be more video than what was there. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, we do know she has some kind of video. I think some people were saying last night when I posted the story about her claiming she had video, they were like, oh, no, she doesn't. Like, uh, Michael Bennett lied, so she's probably lying, yeah. too. I mean, like, yeah. she has some kind of video. Do we know it proves anything? No, but it adds some more information, and that's what this is all about right now. I mean, this is what not it's not on me to do it, but it's on the responsibility of the people involved in this case to gather that information. And especially when you're talking about what the Eagles should do, like they can't just cut them now. I mean, like how are they going to just cut them not knowing all the facts? Like you have to gather your facts and know the information and then make an informed decision on it from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember, you know, this was right when uh, Fletcher Cox decided to sign his contract and listen, there was an incident that had to get cleared up with Nelson Aguilar and him at a, at a strip club, and and yeah. and then you know facts come out and things. You're like, okay, doesn't uh, doesn't look good. I don't I don't even know if that's an ongoing investigation or not. But like you know, clearly we these things are all here to react. But it's the same thing of here's a statement and here's one side of the story and that's it. Yeah. You know, a lot a lot of the time and and certainly we've all been guilty of it. I'm not. I'm you know, I'm, I'm right in that in that pool too of just like you know thinking thinking that's what happens, but. Uh, there's just a, a lot to get into and unfold as it goes along here. 888-729-9494 if you'd like to get in. It's BGN Radio, John Barchard, and uh, Mr. Trey Thomas, of course, uh, Brandon Lee Gowton from BleedingGreenNation.com uh, as well. So uh, a, a lot of this is 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 starting to put in, but there was uh, some good news with the pass rusher this week, and that's uh, Chris Long. As he is... Uh, at least uh, according to part in my take, and uh, uh, oh, oh wait, 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 who are you crediting? Well, there? well, I'm just saying the <laughs> the official, the official. But uh, I, I was, you know, I was, I was doing the nice setup there for you. Okay. Uh, so he actually went on there, and uh, they just basically razzed him uh, about Virginia losing, which I also enjoyed. But uh, BLG found out. Thank you. Way before that came out at about <laughs> 11:30, and I think they announced it at two o'clock on uh, Thursday or Friday or whatever it is. But Chris Long. Boom, staying, and he kind of mentioned that at a Waterboys uh, charity event. Yeah, he was at a Waterboys charity event in St. Louis. Uh, their official charity Instagram account had a video of him saying that he is leaning towards coming back. He said, you know, uh, it's something where I weigh this decision every year. I'm on a year-to-year -year basis, but he did say uh, he is leaning on going back, and apparently all reports are he signed this contract, like this new deal. He signed it. Mm -hmm. Now, right. it appears there might have been an out, which is why there was some kind of thinking about it. But he signed it. He's coming back. And that's really big. If they had lost him 
and Vinny Curry, and then God knows what happens yeah. now with Michael Bennett. Either Jeez. way, we don't know. I mean, like that's t- that would that would be not a great situation for them, and just the impact. See, that, the Eagles did know <laughs> the, the impact that Chris Long had on this team last year. I mean, he came up big in big moments. You think yeah. about not only the NFC Championship game, forcing that interception that uh, pa- Patrick Robinson had in the for the pick six, but also in the Rams game and strip sacking mm-hmm. Jared Goff and kind of that they won the division. Uh, after Carson Wentz went out. So he came up big in big moments. He was great all year to have him back is awesome. Just for the locker room too. That guy yeah. being around the team. And then obviously the the great work he does in the in the charity and the community off the field. You just want that guy in your locker room. To have him back, I think it's huge. And, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Trey. And when I look at Chris Long's game, to me, when I look at him from a technical point, he's probably the craftiest rusher on, out there on as, as a rusher. Yeah. And he helps with Bennett. And uh, with Barnett, I mean, you know, and other, mm-hmm. all the other young ends that you're going to bring in because now you're looking for more seasoned players because you don't have the time to to work on all the technique and all the small parts of the game that coaches used to could do during the mini camps and all of that stuff now. So you need that veteran, someone that's crafty like Chris Long that can kind of help bring the younger guys along. Is there big differences between what the Dallas Cowboys ran into and what the Eagles are going to run into when they pay Carson Wentz. That's certainly been a little bit of topic on uh, Twitter today. I'd like to get into that, especially with what Trey was just saying, with finding a veteran presence, finding those one-year guys that come in here. I think there's a new strategy that is starting mm. to bud with Howie Roseman, and we will get into that, and certainly your phone calls as well. 888-729-9494. John Barcher, Trey Thomas, Brandon Lee Gowton. BGN Radio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hip hop hooray! wondering why like well why are we doing that well one it's saturday uh it's almost <laughs> drinking time it's a beautiful saturday secondly the eagles are super bowl champions thirdly yes. the cowboys remain stupid dumb and i just i don't understand cowboys fans well it was just one in particular uh that i was arguing with on twitter i'm not even gonna say his at because i know it'll frustrate him even more if he hears this but like the cowboys today rather than saving six and a half million dollars by cutting jason Witten. Decide, no, we're gonna we're gonna roll your old bones on out there. We're gonna keep it going, even though clearly you're way past your prime. And that's no disrespect to Jason Witten, because uh, he was great for them and he's a legend there. And I can't understand why so I was like, Well, you just you just can't go and, and do that as Trey was telling me yeah. you know, in the uh there <laughs> before we came back on here. But uh, uh it's it's great for me because they're still in livid cap hell. Uh, and I and and I love that some Cowboys fans look at this and just go, oh yeah, it's practically the same, and you just wait till you have to pay for Carson Wentz. No, 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 that's not what's happening here. I think Howie Roseman has set up a, a bunch of different things uh, and a bunch of different options of what can happen. For instance, there's a lot of money coming off the books in general, just with how many free agents again that they're probably going to have in 2018, which then supplements uh, probably what 2000. 20 right for the compensatory pick so there's this yeah. ongoing thing that is, that is happening here where you're keep uh structuring more uh i mean they're they're later picks they're later rounds but you're gonna have more more shots at this thing so i think that's part of the strategy and there's still a great core with a lot of older veterans i understand that but mm-hmm. the timing of 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 all of this um you look at the new secondary that the eagles have 
Uh, that's still going to be a part of their rookie contracts once Carson Wentz needs to get paid anyway. You can make decisions after that. Mm-hmm. You don't know what Ronald Darby is going to be, but he's got one year left uh, thus far unless, you know, some crazy trade happens. There's just there's a lot of different things where I think the Eagles are set up for long-term as well as the short-term. Mike Wallace, short-term move. Michael Bennett's short-term move uh, with with options to be longer if it, if it needs to be. But I, I don't think that I will ever see uh, Howie Roseman and the Eagles get into this situation where it's just, you know, there's just too much money in six different players, and thus we can no longer, you know, really grab anything in free agency or anything if they need to go and do that. Yeah, and I think, I mean, like, paying Carson Wentz is a really good problem. I and mean, it's not even a problem, mm-hmm. but if you're going to call it a problem, it's a really good problem to have. We've seen that guy's ceiling. He can be the MVP. And I'm not in that camp of belief that, you know, because some people out there will be like, oh, I, you know, Carson's a great guy. He'll take less money. He's not taking less money. Yeah. Now, he might, you know, I'm sure he's going to, he wants to win. So he's going to do things that I'm sure are going to help the team win. I'm not saying he's trying to, like, make the franchise bankrupt. You know, I don't think he, it's a Kirk Cousins situation. Like, what it would have taken Kirk Cousins to stay in Washington where they kind of just had to back up. Uh, the, uh, uh, Kirk Caviar. Uh, sorry. My, my, <laughs> my bad on that one. Yeah. But. I do think it's a situation where you just have to trust Howie Roseman in this situation. I mean, he's, yeah. the cap has always been fine pretty much when he's around. Like, why am I going to start worrying now? It's not a situation like the Cowboys where they started restructuring Tony Romo's deal every year. They're still paying him almost $9 million yes. this year in dead money. And they're also paying like almost $5 million for Cedric Thornton and Nolan Carroll, who are no longer on the roster <laughs> as well. That's like paying those... Those two, the, all that combined is like the same cash. Imagine paying McKelvin right now. That's well. That's all. Like the, yeah. All right, come on. That, that was a cheap <laughs> shot. But there was there. kind of a that's the the combined money of what the Cowboys are playing players that are no longer on their roster this year is the same cap hit for both like Nigel Bradham and Brandon Brooks combined. That's two really good starters that you have there. Literally, one was a, uh, a Pro Bowler. So I, I think you know I don't think the Eagles are going to be in that situation. You don't have to worry about that. Well, and just you know you add Alan Hearns. Great. You know, and they're still, I mean, it looks like they're going to hold on to Des Bryant and, and do that. And I, I don't I don't know. It's just, it's, they're going to throw the same things out on the field again and expect different results, which. And the coach uh, still sucks. Granted, it, it does. Like sometimes they're, it's, they're, they're a roller coaster team, but um, either way, I love that they keep kicking down the can down the, uh, the old road there. And it just continues to happen with the same players where it seems like it's been since 2013. Taking your phone calls as well. 888 888- Seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. What's up, Mike? Hey, I just wanted to touch on the uh, Bennett thing for a minute. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's just quick and easy. I, I like I was telling your producer, I come come from both sides of law enforcement. Uh, I say that as in I, my family, my daughter, my son-in-law, my uncles, my cousins are all law enforcement mm-hmm. and. Unfortunately, I've been on the other side of it a few times. So you have both perspectives. I like it. Let's do it. Well, you know, so I'm I'm trying to really look at this objectively. You know, from the press conference, red flags were flying big time. The guy was so unprofessional, so unprofessional. And, you know, I we're... We're judging this guy. I don't know this guy from a can of paint. I really don't know nothing about Michael Bennett. 
I uh, well, I shouldn't. I, I know him from a difference for, uh, with, with a can of paint, but I understand where you're coming from. Yes, you know. But I mean, I could just picture a scenario. You know, man, maybe he had a few toddies. You know, his brother won the Super Bowl. He's coming down the hall, and they're saying he can't get through. I mean, so maybe he somebody grabbed his arm like a 28 year old. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it just kind of yeah, I, and that's the, yeah. that's the thing, Mike, that we've been talking about is just we don't know what specifically the assault was, and even so, they've they, they've changed their story in twenty four hours too. First, it went from a shove into a shove to uh, it, the, the way that the I believe it was the police chief described it as literally pushed uh, the paraplegic woman, and then reversed that uh, you know twelve hours later, whatever. That's but after so. snatching. Open locked doors. Yes, yeah. So I guess you have to be a little amped up after <laughs> snatching open locked doors. That's that. why I wondered too. It's just like would there would there be the same thing if it was like a Gronkowski brother that was running down to go celebrate with Rob or something like like you know I always think of that of just I I, I guess would we just go ah that's you know the Gronkowski's being the Gronkowski's or yeah it's just because again the, all the all the things that are attached with Michael Bennett to go along there and people kind of make up their minds. Uh, about that. Let's go to Brian in uh, North Philly. What's up, Brian? How you doing? Good, man. All right. Good evening. Good evening, man. What's up, Trey? Not much, man. Sunny well, Saturday. Man, my bro, you know what, man? What you still with the left tackle? <laughs> <laughs> Real rap. But anyway, I was talking to see, I was um, rapping on about what um, y'all were saying about how Carson's protection on that side need to be more um, stellar. What do you think they should do? What, what, do you keep foul uh, time? Well, you're going to have to keep Vitae. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to have to bring Jason Peters back. Uh, you know, uh, I think that one of, the, one of the things that you're going to have to see, though, a little bit uh, is just how Steph continues to uh, – Wisniewski continues to develop. Uh, because, uh, you know, with he and Jason Peters, you can see sometimes where a, lot, a couple games would give them problems just because they were always on different levels. Because, you, you know, and that's a problem but just because the way Steph – Steph Winooski, he sets a certain type of way in the way Jason Peters sets. And, you know, they kind of need to get on the same page a little bit. And the problem with that is that they just don't have as much time as you usually – that you used to have when you when you had all the camps and you could spend all the time that you wanted on the field. Because, I mean, Juan, boy, he would get it out of us. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> you know it, it, that's just something that they're going to have to focus on because, I mean, that is his left knee and that's his – his rotation, the knee that he's going to plant on, and you want to make sure that it's protected. And I, I agree with you, but I've seen like many games this season, things happen like where he came really close to getting that knee blew up, and I was like, wow, you know, come on, mm-hmm. this, this can't happen on this side, you know. But but like you said, without Jason Peters, but do you think Peters still have a uh, season left in him? To, oh yeah, man, I, at least it'll seven yeah, or eight games, yeah. and they're going to have to need that. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, when you look at Jason Peters, just even the way he moves, man. I mean, he's probably the most athletic offensive lineman I've ever seen, man. Excluding myself, you know, but, no, but yeah, yeah, you lest know, we forget. Me, not, I mean, yes, lest we forget. But I mean, <laughs> but Jason Peters is just an amazing athlete and, and extremely fast, strong, and he's doing everything right now that he can to get back because he wants to go and play in this Super Bowl and he wants to go another another run at this thing. I mean, you know, actually be involved in the in the on the field. Of yeah, play you want to play. You want to yeah. play. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's cool to sit back and, and win a ring like that. But I think you know. Anybody that has any type of competition in them, they want to go out there and, and do it themselves. And I think he's doing everything that he can right now to get out there on that field. And, and right now you're going to have someone that's extremely talented and gifted physically 
but also understands the game. And that's why you see Roseman bringing in, Howie them bringing in these uh, veterans because you don't have the time to teach these guys everything that Juan would, and, and all the other coaches had time to teach us. You know, you need someone that's coming in a little bit more seasoned that could come in and make impactful plays right away that we need players right now that can help groom, that can sit out there on the field and can possibly be one of those guys, hey, man, let's get out here, stay after practice, or let's get out here before practice, get a little extra work in because coaches can't do that anymore. And that's a high-level uh, Trey Thomas breakdown, which is, of course, brought to you by Premier Orthopedics, raising the bar in orthopedic care and I think you're right on with that too I think this is the year and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the first round uh that this is a time where Jeff Stoutland needs to go find his next quarterback his next guy and by uh, by mean that I'm I'm saying go find a left tackle yeah Uh, (laughs) then that's his job and I feel like right now from combine and and stuff that you heard down there is that's what they're focusing on is you're running the meeting you go find the guy the guy you believe in the most we're going to go and target our hardest, and you know maybe we can maybe we can do something with that. I certainly believe that they're on the way uh, to doing that. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in, let's go to Jim in uh, Ben Salem. What's up, Jim? Hey, buddy, how are you? Good, good. Hey, Trey. Yes, you're one of the greatest offensive tackles I ever seen. Thank you, and you're Sir, welcome. <laughs> I want to go over and tell you, okay, that Benny crap. Okay, I went over, okay, tonight. That is a big, there's a skunk in the room, all right? And I'm going to tell you, and it's going to stink up the room. All right. right? And I'm going to tell you, all right? Go ahead, I Jim. heard that clown, okay, that sheriff, chief of police, whatever he was, okay, when he was going in there. That went over, okay, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a media circus, okay, or that. Oh, he ain't an NFL player, okay. He, you know. Yeah, you're right on, Jim. Yeah, and and that's it. I like Jim. Jim, He was getting to it, man. I I agree with Jim's passion and fire and ire there. Uh, It was a media circus. I mean, it, it felt like he jumped ahead when I said drinks. I didn't mean like right now, you know, it's 539. You got to pace yourself, man. It's early. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. But, Happy hour, but, uh, but, uh, baby. He's on my schedule. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's, uh, that's right. Let's, let's go to Kevin in Maple Shade. Kevin, what's up, buddy? Hey, fellas. How you doing? Good, All man. right. What's up, Kevin? Yeah, the thing with Michael Bennett I'm, I'm more concerned with because he did have the problem in Vegas. Uh, this team had zero, zero problems off the field last year with all the unrest around the league and the, and the protest and all. This team held it together. Mm-hmm. And that was one of our strengths. Now, one of the strengths with Jenkins and with Chris Long and with even Peters, maybe they can get him into the fold, but we really have to keep the, the uh, antenna up. But if Benny comes in here and disrupts that locker room, that's not going to be good. Now, I don't know if he's innocent. I don't know this charge. I don't know the story right. yet. But there is a history now with the Vegas thing. But Ajay came in with a few red uh, flags last year, and he seemed to fit into the fold pretty well. So. Well, and Kevin, you you touched on some some things that, uh, y- yeah, and and certainly I felt like, especially with Ajay, that was more or less just coming from them because that just kind of happens on the way out. You well, they kick, you kick him on the way out type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I, and and I'm with you on the Vegas part of of Michael Bennett because that really irked me too. But I, again, I don't think when we talk about 
character and, and all of that and how it works in a locker room. I mean, Chris Long was vouching for him. They went to him mm. first to be like, we're going to do this. Is that cool? Great. Yeah. I mean, by all accounts, Michael Bennett is a great teammate in the locker room, and I think that's what gets lost when stuff like this happens. Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't know him personally. None of us no. know him personally. No, but, but I, I mean, if to me, if you have the grace of Chris Long, you're okay in my book. You know, well, we're lost one of our leaders in blunt. I don't like losing blunt, but Jenkins still here. Chris Long's here. Peters is still here. We have plenty of leaders that just seem to get the guys rally together. I just worry about I said it only takes one bad egg to make the whole room stink. Oh yeah, so, yeah, it can, it can, but I don't think it's that type type of disruption that uh, we're talking about in the locker room. Uh, but we'll certainly touch on that more. We're just up against the break. We'll get your phone calls in as well. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Trey Thomas, Brandon Lee Gouton, John Barchard, Sports Radio ninety four WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. NCAA action coming up at 6 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Rest in peace, the West Virginia Mountaineers. That is a wonderful finger that Wes Euler is uh, is, is shining at me right now. But uh, a <laughs> lot, uh, lot of important games. Villanova rolls on from last night. Jay Wright might be one of the classiest coaches in the country, by the way, in any sport. As uh, He was graceful on the Twitter.com as well, which is also where you can find us. We're BGN Radio at BGN underscore radio. We've got a lot of great content that is coming out uh, each and every day. Even though it's the offseason, we still have basically a a daily podcast for you with a ton of different content. The uh, Kist and Solak show that just dropped right now is going over the edge class of the the season of 2018 with uh, Justice Mosqueda, who is one of the uh, one of the best guys to talk about defensive lines with. Uh, Like we mentioned before, episode 307 is out there, too. And if you want even more content you can go to patreon.com slash bgn radio uh where you find all sorts of bonus podcasts and fun stuff like that we'll hit back with the phones let's go to andrew in lancaster andrew you're on with bgn radio what's up bud oh you guys are great thanks for having me i really appreciate your show you got it man thanks andrew you bet absolutely um great panel uh michael bennett i i'm just concerned with the fact that there was a grand jury and now people on the prosecutorial side are starting to make public statements that doesn't make sense to me and mm-hmm. uh, in personal experience, I've always kind of noticed that uh, officers, and I'm not knocking them, but they tend to overcharge. Well, especially, um, in, I mean, like, uh, I, I don't know if it's uh, them or the prosecutor that makes that decision on, on how they announced it, but certainly there's been a history of that in, in Texas, at least from the people that I've talked to about, about that situation where that's where they will go and do that, and and the pleading starts to beginning, you know, from from then on. Exactly, and I think I think they go in high with an expectation that there could be a plea deal. So I love Michael Bennett. I think it's a great signing. I think he's a spectacular person. I like the things he stands for. Um, I think he'd be a great addition, and I hope everything works out well for him. The other comment I wanted to ask you guys about is this year when I watched Brett Selleck, I still saw a tight end that had the ability to create separation, especially in the middle third of the field when they worked the middle third. And I'm wondering why they couldn't re-sign him, or, do you, or am I just wrong in thinking that his best years are behind him? I just saw a guy that his role changed, but when they needed him to catch the ball this year, when Earth was hurting, um, I saw him create separation. I thought he would be a worthwhile person to, to keep on. And I think we're also going to miss Bo Allen, and I hope Jordan Hicks and Peterson – 
heal up real well. Case in Peters, excuse me. Yes, no, oh, yeah, we all do, certainly. I think that it brings a whole new dynamic to the to the defense, and we can stop, uh, you know, chatting about the quick slants and the quick passing game if Jordan Hicks is in there because that solves a lot of issues. I will say, yeah, I mean, I mean, what, Brent Selick's not dead uh, <laughs> yeah, or anything Actually, like that, yes, but no, true. it's no. just, um, you know, what the situation is for the Eagles yeah. now. I mean, they're right up against the cap. He does this. Snaps are constantly declining here. He kind of knew that going in when he even signed that extension in 2016. Like, we all kind of thought maybe they might do it then, but... Um, you know, it's it's just it's just time now. That's that's yeah. the the only truth of it. And the game is always going to be getting younger, you know. And that's the thing. And they're always looking for for someone young to come in and play. That's going to be a little bit cheaper. And uh, you know, Selig's, uh, you know, and I love Selig to death. You know, a yeah. great guy that I played with. Uh, you know, and, and just really was extremely proud to see him um, bring help bring a championship here. Um, you know, but his production was going down a little bit and, you know, and that's just the name of the game. That's just how it happens. Is, uh, is Michael Kendrick still going to be here? Uh, BLG? Cause, uh, no, I, I you really think that's still going to happen. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop. Do you think that happens before or after the draft? Uh, I don't know when, but I, I don't think he is going to be here. That feeling. You know, I'm not holding you to it. We were, I would say maybe before. I think apparently we, he had an uh, ankle surgery yeah. recently, which isn't like serious. They said apparently like two week recovery or so. Yeah. Um, maybe that's slow. That's maybe that's hold. It's been holding it up a little bit. Just you know, he has to pass the physical and everything. But mm. I think. You know, we were talking about it last week, and James was like, all right, I'll believe it when I see it. And I get that thinking, but <laughs> yes. now more than ever, it makes sense because you you have him here, and in 2016, when you had Jordan Hicks and Nigel Bradham healthy, it was those two guys playing like 90-plus percent of the snaps, and mm. Michael Kendricks, who was fully healthy, only played 27%. They're mm. not using three linebackers a lot, and if they are... No. Jim Schwartz clearly isn't like in love with Michael Kendricks. Now, I think Kendricks had a good year last year for himself, but I don't think that changes how the Eagles still view him. I think he's kind of, I think they would rather kind of move on, get a draft pick for him. Uh, they signed Corey Nelson to kind of compete for that wheel linebacker spot. Nelson even said that they still have Nate Gary, who they spent a fifth round pick on last year. He's still around. Uh, they could draft someone presumably this year. I just think now more than ever, I think it's likely they're going to move on. And we heard last year the 49ers were interested in him. Maybe someone like that kind of revisits a trade. I feel like the 49ers have been a target for Michael Kendricks for three years too. So yeah, well, I'm kind of in James's side where like, I'll believe it when I see it. But well, you'll I, see. I, I do. I do think that we will finally, uh, finally see that as well. 888-729-9494. Let's go to Tim in Mapleshade. What's up, Tim? How you doing, fellas? Good. Good. Long time, first time. Appreciate it, man. All right. This has been an Eagles fan for over 35 years. Um, been through the Buddy Ryan era, everything, you know. Um, I just think that something's fishy going on here. Um, my son was at the Sixers game on Monday night, had his picture taken, you know. Michael Bennett signed his hat and all that. It just seems funny to me that, you know, if they're looking for this guy, you know, how come they couldn't find him? You know, I mean. Well, that's the biggest thing for me, Tim, is, and Trey explained that beautifully. <laughs> you can definitely find a football player. Yes. yes. Right. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Had his picture taken with Mike, uh, Malcolm Jenkins and everything. I mean, they were both together there. I mean, the Sixers announced that he was there. I mean, it just, just seems funny to me. I mean, you know, the fish stinks at the head. That's what I look at it. That's, that's right. And there's a lot of a lot of stink coming out of uh, that guy's mouth yesterday too. So yeah, yeah I mean, it, again, I, it, the message at least for me is 
don't feel like you have to defend a player because he's on the Eagles. That's first and foremost. Yeah. We got to get rid of that. Who cares? You don't owe them anything. They're millionaires. They're they're doing fine. For, for the most part, everyone's doing fine in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's not the situation. My my message is look at all the facts, make your own opinion, and that's it. And yeah. and, and wait for all of this kind of different stuff to come out because there's still a lot to get into. I mean, just, you know, I I hope I just like you were saying, Trey. I'm praying that like, yeah, I'm, come on, Michael Bennett's not not like that. You Please know? don't be that guy. Please don't be that guy. That's just running around, pushing over elderly ladies. Yeah, wheelchairs. Just does it in wheelchairs. It literally does seem like uh, you know a, a comic book villain. Yeah, don't <laughs> be that guy. And then he ripped through the doors yeah. and beat up old ladies. He's taking canes from old people. Lasers so, out of his eyes, and it was terrible. So uh, don't uh, be that guy. Yeah, BLG. Any any uh, final thoughts as we are uh, rolling in and getting ready for some NCAA action here? Well, as I've needed to remind everyone, yeah, uh, like I did last week, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party coming. Yes. To somewhere near you, if you get on the BGN Radio iTunes, give us a five-star rating and review. Those are two separate things. We need the rating, the five-star rating, and then a review as well. Yeah, we're just over 700 with stars and about 400 with reviews. Yeah, so so we need need some help, and there you go. Trey, any Uh, uh, any final thoughts as we're rolling out here, pal? um, No, man. You know, uh, it's just awesome. I get to enjoy. We get to talk football. Yes. It's That's, awesome. Can't believe they actually gave us microphones here. It's pretty outstanding. Paris so. Hilton lost a $2 million ring. Hey. You know, uh, Odell Beckham. We're going to have, we're actually have film breakdown on, you know, how Paris uh, lost yeah. the $2 million, <laughs> $2 million gonna, ring. I don't know. Once again, being our, our Patreon subscribers there for just five <laughs> bucks, you can do that. So, <laughs> hey, the Sixers could, could clinch a playoff spot tonight. They are taking on a very tough opponent in the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's happening, but more importantly, those Loyola Ramblers are going to take on the Kansas State Wildcats, which snagged snagged the mascot away from those Kentucky Wildcats. That is coming up next at 6.09 on the dot tip-off time. We hope you enjoyed BGN Radio, and we will see you next week. Go Knowles!